BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. All right, welcome to the Bamos Morados Podcast, uh, sponsored by the state of Louisville. Great website, by the way. I'm Benton Newman. You can find me on Twitter at Purple um, SDF. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm Zach Allen Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at Zach W. Allen. So we got matches to talk about, but I don't know that I want to talk about them because there's no wins in the mix it was yeah kind of a down not as fun of a week as the past couple weeks have been i will say with each of them i think there are some redeeming qualities so it's not all doom and gloom yeah i think it's two two games that i don't feel like super great about the results but two games that i'm fine with how the actual game played out yeah yeah no no reason to grab the uh the pitchforks and the torches and whatnot um We'll start off. Let's talk about that Louisville City match. So we got to go far west and play Colorado Springs switchbacks, which I I'm loving this cross uh, conference play that we're finally getting to do. It's long needed. Yeah. Uh, 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 Paolo finally got to go home for I think that might be his first time he's gotten to go back and play in Colorado. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot he's a he's a Colorado boy. So I think he had a lot of now that. I, now that you say that, he did have, a, um, I think, that a picture with a lot of his family members and stuff there. Broadcast so. mentioned, I think he had 40, 40 seats taken. <laughs> it looked like it was, a, for his, it, was a, yeah, it was a big old picture group. from what I recall. Um, but the bad thing was, is that there was weather and the game didn't start till 11 Eastern Standard Time. I had drank a monster right before when the cutoff was supposed to be. And then I saw the delay. So <laughs> I was I was pretty committed. I'm like, all right, this match is going to happen. So, yeah, um, it was one of those deals where uh, they kept they kept moving it back, and I guess the league has a rule that you have to, there's a minimum of a half an hour that has to pass after a lightning strike before the yes. game can start, and That's it standard. kept getting to be about five minutes before they would have been able to start again, and then they would get another lightning strike and have to push it back a half hour. Yeah, I was getting worried I was going to stay up till like one o'clock in the morning for uh, for absolutely nothing, but. We got to see a soccer match, and so I was happy about that. Um, so I guess we'll just dive right into it. Well, first, I guess we'll talk about the lineup. Um, Jimmy got a start again, which was uh, which was pretty great coming off of his first goal. Um, obviously, Cameron Lancaster is not in the mix because the head injury he sustained. Yeah, no surprise to see Kyle getting the start. 
Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, Pat McMahon was batting back in the mix. Napo got back in and Brian Ombi as well. I mean, the thing about our rosters, it's like so deep when you see any of these names, it's not like, oh, there's a second string guy. Like for the most part, like we got really quality guys all around. Yeah, it's, um, I was talking about this with um, Evan, who used to do the uh, um, Scouts' House podcast on Twitter, but th- this is like maybe the the most lineup flexibility they've ever had this year. There's mm-hmm. um, He had mentioned that by this point in the season, there's usually a pretty firm starting 11, and this year it feels like <laughs> anybody in the 18 could be starting at any, right. any point. Yeah, we don't know who that 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 main starting eleven yeah. is, which is, I guess, a good problem to have in the context that we have it. Um, yeah, I think that can be bad, but the the way that they have that is is good because it's not that like oh nobody's stepping up. It's just so many people are playing good that you can yeah. go with anybody. Absolutely. Um, I was a little sad that um, that Paulo didn't actually get to start in his hometown game, but he got he did get to come on later. So there's that. Glad to see him come on, but yeah, I was yeah. I was kind of hoping he could start as well. Yeah, and one name that jumped off to, to me on the um, on the bench was uh, Jorge Gonzalez, who who got minutes that last match. But I'm still excited to see uh, more of him because I know he's somebody that the club was very excited about. Yeah, he got a lot more minutes. We got to see more of him this game than we have. Absolutely. Yeah, he looked pretty good, I thought, in in uh, in that second half. He did, yeah. But first, we'll talk about the uh, the first half. I I thought the first half was kind of a a tale to parts almost so i felt like the first half was really uh louisville city in the driver's seat but then i thought the second part of that first half uh the switchbacks kind of battled things back and, and and even things out what were your what was your take yeah i thought um i mean i knew going into it colorado has a a good offense they have a good high press that they play and so i, I was expecting this to be at I was not expecting Louisville to dominate possession like they usually do. Cause this is, this is the kind of team that's going to try to, they're not going to see possession to Louisville. They're going to try to compete with them for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, I did agree that I thought Louisville definitely had the better of the first half. Um, and, and Colorado, I think definitely came back and evened it up in the second half. I think I, if I had to grade it, I would say, Louisville was probably looked to me to be the better team overall on the night, but Colorado definitely made it closer in that second half. Yeah, no, I, I thought overall it was a pretty, um, pretty even affair. I mean, in, in the first half there were a few, I mean, I thought Louisville City got off a few more quality opportunities. Than the switchbacks did the switchbacks had one kind of close to the end of that first half. Yeah. Really. They were like, they were like two or three from Louisville City. One was, uh, what was it? It was a corner kick to own B and he was like going to head it, but it was like too low. So I kind of like fell at his feet and he ended up getting a shot off out of it. That was caught, but it was just a all around kind of awkward sequence. Just he, a little bit higher. It might've been very different play. I really, I hate, I hate to say this to own but it looked exactly like me on a, <laughs> on a corner <laughs> kick in our rec league where it's, you, you think it's going to be a header and then the ball just keeps dropping on you. <laughs> and you're on the ground. So we know where he's coming from there. It's a lot harder than it looks when you're watching it on TV. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, e- but either side though, like aside from you know their their opportunity late in the first half and then that awkward header sequence, like there wasn't anything like overly threatening. A lot of no, kind of I, back I, and I forth think... possession, but nothing really like like 
you know, nothing on the oh shit meter. You know, nothing's yeah, going to register Colorado, super high. Colorado improved the possession in the second half, but I think still overall Louisville did a very good job of um, they, they did not get very, they did not get very many good scoring opportunities that they were only yeah. Louisville held them to 0.55 expected goals on the night. So that, I think Louisville denied them quality chances very well for the oh, whole yeah. game. For sure, yeah. The, all the shots that they took, none of them were really super quality, even though the, yeah. the one that eventually went in that we'll get to shortly. But before that one, um, in the second half, there's mass substitutions. It's all three uh, three at once, about 10 minutes. And Napo, um, Napo uh, uh, Jimmy and Ombi came in. Um, or, no, excuse me, Napo. Um, Napo, Napo Jimmy and only came, came off, and then Paolo, it, yeah. Jorge Gonzalez, and Hope and Oak came in. Thank you. Couldn't even read my own writing. <laughs> um, yeah, so big, big old swap out at once. Um, and then thankfully that, you know, a lot of that stalemate kind of went on back and forth to about the 74th minute when a great, it was a great give and go sequence from, from Jogo and Jorge to set up uh, Hopeno for a real easy, easy goal. And that was his first of the season too. Yeah, that looked like some of the goals that, um, that Kyle has had where it's just a, just a tap in finish on a great cross. Yeah, right. I mean, um, you got at the right place at the right time, and and you know, again, Jogo and and Jorge did a fantastic job setting that one up. Well, I um, guess watch. it's it's always great to see Hopeno score, but I, I did see that because he scored right after he shaved his head, he th- says he's going to keep it that way now. So that's a little unfortunate to see. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for the man, I, I'm good with whatever. <laughs> what I what I did like about uh, Hopeno though is that he he immediately started um, harassing and taunting the, the home crowd, which he, he kind of love a little bit. He was doing the whole ear thing. It was fun. I was going to mention that I think he got a card. He got a yellow card, like oh, literally yeah. the first play he was in for. Oh, yeah. He remember, was in for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And <laughs> he started mouthing off and he got a card. So <laughs> He mouthed off to the side judge and immediately got a yellow card. I did see a... Uh, it's we always mention that Gibson does the things that uh that don't necessarily show up on the scorecard but help the team. I did mm-hmm. notice that Gibson was the first guy in to come and pull Opano away from the headline judge. <laughs> <laughs> Try to limit that to just one yellow. He tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, I hope he's got a cord on that sort of stuff, but at least in this match context, he uh he made up for it. He got his first goal and I feel real happy for him in it. Gave us a lot of confidence. Um I was I don't know about you. I was feeling pretty high and mighty about things after that point, especially shortly afterwards. Um, there was a defensive substitution took place. We had uh, Swahe came in for for Kyle Gregg, so it almost seemed a little bit like park the bus kind of mode. Not that they were really parking it near the end there too, yeah. which I, always makes me uncomfortable when it's only a one goal lead. Um, like yeah. uh, taking off attackers and putting on. Uh, defenders is something I I generally like to be up 2-0 when I see. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess with the time and whatnot. So, I mean, they did that. And unfortunately, uh, our, our dreams are shattered a bit. What was it? The, the 87th minute. And the first part of the sequence I thought was was good on the switchbacks. The second half was bad on Louisville City. So how it played out was um, there's uh, one of their guys – was driving the ball forward. There was another man ahead of him who kind of, what did he do? He went, he kind of went more towards the touchline, pulling one of our defenders, opening up a hole 
Yeah. So that attacker was able to drive the ball kind of right, you know, right up in a great spot to shoot. And he did. And, and Hubbard was able to get his hands on it. And it seems like a very attainable shot, but you know, as he just didn't get enough of it. And it, it made a way around him. Well, I guess we've mentioned it last couple of weeks, but shot stopping wise, it's been a down year for him. And that was another, another one that probably he, you feel like he should have had um, another, I guess, fairly, fairly light, lightweight goal from a team. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm usually pretty, pretty easy on the goalkeepers because I, you know, admittedly, that's one, one spot I don't feel very good at judging. Yeah, but even that one, I think, I think he would want that one back. Yeah, the other day. That, he, and- he knows. He is capable of better. I mean, that's that's the main thing is that uh, uh, he he definitely can make those saves. Yeah. But I mean, um, not the, not the heap all the all the blame on him again. Like our defense no, kind of got got pulled apart there a little bit. At the it's end. another case where someone had a little too much space at the top of the box and got a got more time on the shot than they should have been allowed. Yeah. But to your uh, point, you're saying before this is why. Yeah, I'm never comfortable with a with a one goal lead. I mean. I'd like to see us at least score two, two goals in every match because I think these kind of things are all, you know, it's always possible for it to happen. Yeah. And, well, you just, especially with just a one goal lead, you hate to see the tactics change too much. Cause I feel like one, Oh, you kind of want to keep the, keep the train rolling. Um, because, because it only takes one shot to, <laughs> to even it up. And now right. instead of three points, you're walking away with one. Right. So, I mean, it ulti- match ultimately ended in a draw. And if you take the times away from when those goals were scored and look at the numbers of the match, like, and, and like, it just, it felt like a pretty even match. And honestly, it felt like they, pro- um, switchbacks probably did deserve a draw, even if their XG didn't necessarily reflect that. But yeah, I, I, I feel I like thought- a draw was a fair result leaning towards a loose city win that I think either yeah. a loose city win or a draw, you would say with the, how the game paired it played out would it be fairly fairly fair yeah i mean um, um it was it was interesting you, you 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 mentioned it earlier but the possession battle one of the few times we've lost that we lost it pretty considerably we only had 42 percent of the possession well I, I wanted to know that i mean we were ahead in possession going into the second half and we really parked the bus at the end so i think changing up the tactics really changes how that percentage looks mm-hmm. um i think after the after after we scored the goal, we really ceded a lot of possession. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not only good, describes the match to to some to some extent. Yeah, uh, um, I did want to note. Um, I guess one of the things we said to watch for coming into the game was was Hedgy Berry. Like, could they bottle him up? I think for the most part, Louisville did a very good job of limiting him mm-hmm. in the game. Um, yep. And even though he had the goal, I think Mission Galena um out on the wing that that was sort of jogo's defensive assignment for most of the night and he is also a very good player and so i think um the goal aside i think jogo did a pretty good job defensively on him he he did not have his usual game i think the the commentators for colorado on the broadcast i watched were mentioning that he seemed to be really um jogo was (laughs) was was a thorn in his side for most of the night yeah and I mean, to put a positive spin on things, there's a couple of things we have to keep in mind about this match. One, like we said, 
they hardly got any quality opportunities. I mean, if you want to call it a fluke or just a, you know, a blip on the radar, minor defensive mistake is the a, only reason it was a, it was a draw. Quality team defensive night. That, yeah. And one that I think the offense has been rolling lately. And so only scoring one goal against them, I'm not super concerned about. But I, I am happy to see they played a very good defensive game against a good offensive team. Yeah. Because Co- Colorado scores a lot of goals. So, yeah. Hey, so hold it, holding did. them to no goals until the 86th minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 86, uh, and only one goal on the night, I think, is a is a positive takeaway for the defense. Absolutely. So we had that, I think, just overall strong defensive effort. We're on the road. It's a long road match, in fact. So you got to you got to add that a little bit into the equation. You got to mention the delays. I mean, getting warmed up, getting your head in the zone and then having it delayed. What was it? Two well, hours and or so? I mean, you know, they live in Louisville like us. So that that was the equivalent to starting a game at like 11 o'clock at night for them. Right. And so, I mean, yeah. some of these older so, guys are probably like me, like they, they got their bedtime. <laughs> I got mine. Hopefully they weren't chugging a bunch of Red Bulls. Yeah. I would not encourage that before match. Um, the last thing we have to mention though, is that, I mean, we've got some injuries on the squad. Like Cameron Lancaster is a star in this league. We didn't have him at our disposal. I'm not using that as an excuse of why we, why we got a draw, but I mean, it's one of those positive things like, Hey, if we got a draw without him, imagine what we could have done with him, you know? I mean, not th- not to take away from Kyle Gregg at all, but just something to think about. Yeah. Um. Well, and um. Uh. Oh, I'm. I had a complete mind. Never mind. I can't <laughs> think of names. Uh, I was going to mention we we had we've had some long-standing injuries in the forward and striker position too that you know mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of limited depth wise up there from full squad yeah yeah not a lot of depth particularly in that possession but uh but like we said before kyle greg is a starting caliber player and we're very thankful to have him um on the roster especially right now with uh with cam with that head injury hope he has a speedy recovery but um before we uh before we pivot over to um to talking about the next matches multiple plural for for Louisville City uh I don't want to get too much in the situation I saw it posted online but as Louisville City and racing Louisville fans whether it's home or away I hope everybody makes a make an effort to present themselves in the best possible fashion I think you know even if we're cheering for the same side if you're I mean if you're if you're doing things that are just real shitty to other people to the opposing fans like that's we need to call that behavior out as as we see it yeah i i, I think some of our best our best rivalries that we've had in the league we've always uh something i've been proud of is that we always have done a good job i thought of welcoming other mm-hmm. fans in into our arena and like we had the plastic cup with cincinnati for a while and anyone we should be happy that anyone cares about their team enough to to travel and see them and so i i want to continue to to make everyone feel welcome uh at our games because that's that grows the sport it it's more fun to have games when there are other people that care on the other side as well yeah 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 keep it yeah keep it amicable you can i mean 
you can jeer and there can be like levels of taunting, but there's, I mean, there's lines you shouldn't cross. And that's about as much attention as I want to give to that particular situation. So if you're wearing purple, represent us well, please. So, all right. Yeah, it, on the flip side of that, if you are the opposing fan, you want to, you want to make people happy you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it's, I, I heard only positive things from this, um, from all the switchbacks fans. I mean, uh, I've saw some pictures and stuff on the Twitter, uh, seem to treat our, our traveling fans well. It looked like they had a nice, uh, nice stadium, nice setup there. I mean, a lot of, yeah, a lot of positive. Nice brand say. new stadium, cool, uh, cool sculpture up front that lights up. Oh yeah, the uh, little isotope thing. That was kind yeah. of neat. Um, uh, I will, I will say, I am kind of a fan of their kits. That blue or that black and that uh, I don't even know what color shade of blue to call that. I think it's pretty sick. I black like and electric blue, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, it's, electric. I, I like their I put it. their logo redesign. I. I enjoy a lot too. I'm a big fan of evolving a logo rather than starting from scratch. And I think they did a good job of keeping like the core elements of their yeah. old crest, but making it look better and updating that color scheme to the new one. So yeah. kudos to them. That's a it's good a refresh, not good a design evolution. And it kind of, I don't know, is, is aesthetically pleasing seeing that, that black and electric blue and the purple and white. No, oh, just, just fun, fun color. Kind of similar to um, Gotham in nwsl has a similar color scheme to that that also looks very nice yeah yeah all right um want to talk about next matches yep coming up we got um another road game um this wednesday uh, against sporting kc2 so rematch there park rangers or yep (laughs) you made me think i said it wrong again (laughs) sporting kc2 yeah (laughs) Yeah, in fact, I saw, I mean, just kind of based off the social media posts, it looks like they, they didn't even come home. They just stayed out West, which Yeah, they went sense. straight there. Uh, so that, I did I'm, see, uh, we're going to talk about the, just, I don't know what Tosh did to deserve the punishment <laughs> wheel, but maybe the best punishment wheel punishment I've seen, which is Tosh had to, had to go to uh, Topgolf in Kansas City wearing his full kit. Full kit. That's a wonderful, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's the wonderful kind of fun, like harmless prank. I think that's great. <laughs> and he was a good it's, sport about it. Yeah, he did it. He's tucked I, I didn't in, locked see, in, too. Did he have the cleats on or did he wear street shoes? I couldn't see in the picture. Because if you got a... I don't know. I think he had, a, he had a socks on, at least. Okay. I don't remember if he had his cleats. Yeah, he had socks and shin guards, I saw. Uh, oh, did he wear his shin guards, too? Yeah, <laughs> it hilarious. looked like it. He probably had the cleats, then, if he was wearing shin guards, also. Yeah. Either way, that was hilarious. So he's a good sport. Good for him. Yeah, so I, you don't want to overlook any games, but like that's that that needs to be a win. That should be a win on on Wednesday. Yeah, anything um, less than a win is not. Um, that's gonna be a, a draw possible. there. I think is gonna be much more disappointing than the Colorado draw. Yeah, no, Colorado I think is is more quality, and you know, again, not the write off. I'm um, sporting Kansas City because I mean, even though we've kind of beat up on them historically, I still have at times put up some good fights with us. Well, and the thing with the two teams is that any given night you can get some real real strong athletes coming through the 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 system there so that two teams can can change their look very quickly in a way that you gotta be ready for yeah absolutely yeah they got a few names i've seen on here before um so yeah again not to write them off we should we should win that one but uh you know we're on the road you know injuries whatnot anything can happen but but then saturday back home at lynn family stadium 
we're going to take on the energy again. Maybe they'll be bringing those fun uh, green and pink kits again. Now let's hope. I those were – hopefully – yeah, hopefully they bring the green and pink kits again, and hopefully someone from the off- front office takes some notes. Yeah. Um, I was, again, like kind of like Sporting Kansas City. I think this is a, a pretty winnable match, especially since we'll be back at home. Um, even even with the short rest periods, we have a deep roster. Like, yeah. we've, we've been bragging about that a lot. Like, So that, that can't be an excuse. Yeah, back and they, at home. And Cam, I mean, for all we know, Cam could be could be ready to go by then. Who knows? Yep, who knows? Uh, but I, I think that'll be another. That was a good game for them mm-hmm. last time. So yeah, like to see, like to see them bring more of the same energy that they brought last time. Oh, I did a pun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, cool. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say on the on the little city side of things, or are you gonna switch over to good old racing? I think I think that covers. Yeah, this it was a, you know. Uh, you got some solid takeaways. Defense has continued to play well. Um, you know, point on the road. It, yeah, not like something to celebrate, but yeah, it was solid. Move on to next week. It's going to be, it's not two tough matchups, but two road, two road games in a row and a short rest week. You know, if they can get six points out of these next two games, that would be a a big achievement. I think, even though both of them are games, they should win. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's doable. But again, you know, anything can happen, so we'll see. Yeah, we move on to racing if you want. Yeah, racing Louisville yep. at home against the uh, Washington Spirit. Yeah, rematch with Washington. Uh, I guess talking about lineups, Washington is missing a couple players for the Olympics, but I, I think they still had uh, Trinity Rodman, who is the player I thought in those in the previous two two matchups they've had is the player that has given Louisville the most trouble. She's still there. Um, so they, they, a slightly um, affected by the Olympics roster, but still, still a, a fairly good there. roster for, for Washington. Yeah. Um, and then um, I guess for, for Louisville, it is a pretty similar lineup to what they've been playing recently. Um, uh, salmon up top, um Malay and Kaiser um mm-hmm. yeah Savannah Yuki and Freya in the midfield which I think has been pretty much the every game midfield lineup right um and then Bonner and Martin and Fox and Simon in the back um so pretty pretty standard lineup for Louisville they're they're on two weeks rest so you would have to expect um other than new players that have not integrated yet this is yeah. sort of their best 11 that the coach thinks yeah, I mean, Brooke Hendricks, I saw, didn't even make the bench this time, which I'm still, I'm still of the mindset that, that she should be floating, floating around the 11. But, uh, I, she should at least be on the 18, it, barring any injury issues. Yeah, I'm so. not, I'm not, a, I'm not aware. I mean, I don't think they've publicly yeah. said anything about an injury there. So they do an injury report. I don't know where to find it. I guess I need to talk to, <laughs> I need to look up that more. I, yeah, um, I, I feel like I've seen I it occasionally. On last week's injury report, she wasn't on there. So if it is something, it's new. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then um, I guess the big story for the night was uh, Nadia was finally made the 18 on the bench. Um, so we got our T-Rex in the lineup. Yep. <laughs> T-Rex, right, T-Rex in the lineup, T-Rex in the stands. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Our fans were on top of it, wasted no time getting getting a giant inflatable T Rex costume. Top notch. I think we already had the T Rex costume. I'm trying to remember. I. I, I am not positive. I don't know if it's the same one because that is a fairly common costume, but I, I, I am fairly certain that the T-Rex has made some appearances at Louisville City Games in the past. Oh, um, that, was my, that was my first time seeing one at a match, but yeah, either, whether that uh, had it or not, I'm just I'm glad it was broken. But perfect, yeah. Right away. Uh, I guess, do we need to explain the T-Rex thing for people who are not as online as we are? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so when on, she, sorry guys, when she signed, she posted... Uh, like uh her happy to be here thing and had like t-rex emojis in there and i guess it came up in the press tour like hey what's the deal with the t-rex emojis because that's like her kind of her thing um and and then it turns out i guess when she was at um uh sky blue her youth team and coming up and at sky blue when they would do weight training, she would skip all the arm training and just do legs because she, she said she plays soccer. She needs strong legs. So she never really cared for upper body work. Uh, and so <laughs> when they were doing the uh, sky blue, when they did their physical, she had like really, really good scores on all the leg strength things and had like, like well below average <laughs> upper body strength scores. And so I guess she got the nickname T-Rex out of that because they got it's- the tiny arms. Is Chris yeah, start calling her that? Yeah, she's yeah. a big leg. Coach Holly back at Sky Blue. So I thought that was a fun, you know, fun ties and throwbacks. And pretty much all of her tweets anymore has a little little T-Rex emoji. So yeah. So very happy that she finally is acclimated to the team and slightly acclimated to the humidity here. I was about to say not to, to the weather. <laughs> Yeah, she did. Yeah, didn't start, but I'm I'm good. Did um, I was really happy that she did make it onto the pitch and looked good while she was in. I thought, um, got into some dangerous situations that she she wasn't in a ton of minutes, but I I thought you know she got on the ball several times. Yeah, I feel like she's one of those players like no matter what her condition is, she's always going to be like at baseline, like good. Yeah, she's like going to get into dangerous spots yeah, no matter like, what low floor there um i guess as far as the the game goes uh it, it's it's a weird case uh, uh i think i had mentioned before that the 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 last game against washington that they won i felt like they actually got outplayed by washington by a fair amount it was one of those uh, based on expected goals they only had like a five percent chance of winning that game um, based on the shots that were taken. And it was just a situation where Betos had a great game. Washington missed all of their chances they had, even though they had a ton. And Louisville came away with the 2-0 victory because they just they capitalized on the, the few shots that they had. Um, so this is a weird case where just watching the, especially in the first half, it, that was a lot better than they played, I thought, in the previous Washington game. They they had a very solid first half offensively, I, I think. It, it, it's some of the best creative ball movement, and and they, they worked the ball into the box a lot more than they had. Um, I, I think they they had a very strong first half, didn't get a goal out of it. I, I think it it was a case the whole night where they – they got into lots of dangerous situations, but didn't necessarily get a shot out of all of them. They were getting, they were getting shots off though. And like, you know, 
yeah, part of they, the, but part, I, good. I, I think on the night on a, as a whole, the, the crosses were not very accurate. So they, they, they got the ball into the final third a lot, but I think they did not have people on the end of crosses as much as they, they should have a, a lot of like crosses going long where there wasn't even an opportunity out of them, but still with, as far as the build went, I think it was a very solid, they had lots of good passing situations that got into the final third really well. I, yeah. I felt. Yeah. They did a lot of passing and to your point about the crosses, they had 18 to, to Washington's five. Yeah. But um, on the offensive thing that they, I mean, that's just been a problem the whole season. It's just uh, pretty much everything around the offense. And I think things have slowly been getting better. And I think this is the next step. We got off a number of shots, not all of them were of the best quality. Yeah. But there were, I mean, um, there were some pretty reasonable ones there. They had what eight created chances. Um, I mean, Washington did have more on that front. They had 15, but that's just not something we had seen before, you know, but we would usually be outshot. It'd be like 18 to two. I mean, they had 17 shots or they had 18 shots to our 17. Yeah. So, and very, um, very positive to see that expected goals wise. That was an above average. They, they had 1.17. They've only averaged 0.83 on the season. So, so like that's, that's above their average. I, I think. Um, and I think that expected goals probably had some of the crosses been more accurate, that number would have been a lot higher too. Mm-hmm. I think they were, they had people in position uh, and it, it's just, I think that it was lacking a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if we don't typically do player ratings um, so far, but I think Kaiser oh, had a ratings. great game. That's maybe the best game I've seen from her um, as far as movement and creating chances. But I think McCaskill, that's, for me at least, that's maybe the worst game I've seen from her all season. That's um, she was really struggling to find the the distance on her crosses all night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have those bad nights in the off. Um, yeah, in the, it happens in the office. So yeah, one of those things. But um, yeah, that it, it probably things probably didn't help with this match. Is that what was in four minutes in, Washington scored their first goal. And it just when you when you score first, it's it sets the tone and the flow to the match that early. I could just it makes things I think a little harder whether whether it's mentally or even the adjustments in the style of play. And wasn't good. Yeah, it was Hatch that scored that. It was a, a great goal. Um, and I think Hatch had a great night overall because I um, I had mentioned that in the past. Rodman had been the player that really gave them a lot of trouble, and I think Hatch actually was probably the most dangerous player for Washington on mm-hmm. the night because she, she scored that first goal. And then I think it was early in the second half. She had a rocket off the crossbar that, um, that was maybe like an inch or two yeah. lower. And it would have been just like that one McLaughlin scored a couple weeks ago for Louisville. She just barely yeah, missed it high. Very scary. Uh, so that she, she could have had a brace um and and then i think their final goal was um sam staub that was i think into the um near the end of the match or no 58 minutes so the second half sorry yeah it Um, was it it was off a corner it's a weird like multi-header sequence yeah and i guess um this came up um just talking about the the season in general at Louisville earned a lot of corners in that game. I think they had 11 uh, on the night, uh, which is way up for them over their, their usual. And 
Um, they've still not scored on a corner this season. Um, and I, I did, I was doing a little digging cause I guess we were talking in, online about, you know, it, are the corners a, an issue? Is it just like, you know, you, you only score on a low, small percentage of corners. So they just haven't, you know, just statistically. So I, I did some digging. So I guess some, some numbers on corners from the league. So, so far this season in the NWSL, uh, teams score on right at 3% of the corners that are taken. So about one out of every 33 quarters results in a goal in the league this year. Um, so far, Louisville has had 40 corners and hasn't scored off one yet, which in and of itself is not that crazy for a thing that only is supposed to happen one out of every 33 times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a bigger issue, though, is digging in deeper on that. So far this season, teams in, in the NSL has have averaged getting a shot off out of a corner 50% of the time. So about about 50% of the corners result in, in a shot for the team that takes them for Louisville. So far this season, they've only had a shot on 40% of their corners. So they're, they're 10% below the league average on that. So that, that would indicate that they, they really do need to focus on getting some more chances out of the corners they're taking. Um, And then the, the biggest issue for me though, is, is I mentioned they've had 40, they've earned 40 corner kicks so far this season. And that is um, that's second to last in the league, right behind um, the rain who've had 39. So just about even with the rain, Um, the rain have had one more game though. Um, But for context, like Portland leads in corners earned and they've had 83. So over twice as many. Um, So I, I, I do think, you know, you'd like to see them earn some more corners and, and maybe do a better job uh, of, of getting shots out of the corners they're taking. So I, I think definitely for Coach Hallie, that's something we're, he's probably going to want to focus on in practice is really working on, on set pieces and corner kicks. Was that quite I think a, that I, is an area of improvement for them. What I heard you say there is that the next match, they're going to score off of corner. <laughs> based, based off the law of numbers. I mean, you mapped it out. It has to happen. If they get 11 corner kicks again, then they should score. But that, that was way above their average. It's, they're only averaging yeah. for a game. I, so think a lot of, I think a lot of these numbers where we haven't seen much of, you know, shots and whatnot, it's all going to start to increase. The team is gelling yeah, right. more. We've got more of those pieces in place. Like, I think things are going to gradually yeah. get I think better. They, the corner kicks are just a result of they've not taken a lot of shots. And if you're not taking a lot of shots, you're not going to earn a lot of quarters because most of your corner kicks come off deflected shots. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, and I guess that's a good lead into something I wanted to discuss, which I, when we were, when, when we did our like season review uh, a couple weeks ago, I had mentioned that I had thought they had sort of, especially when you look at expected goals, they had really outperformed their fundamentals for the first chunk of the season, which is, it's a positive. I mean, it means they're, they're gritting out and getting, they've gotten some victories when on paper you would not have expected them to win. So that's not a negative or anything, but I do think people need to be prepared that I, I think it's very possible, especially with like the, 
with Nadia here and the additions they've made, I think it's very possible that they could improve their performance in this last part of the season, but actually not have as good a results as they had originally. And so I think, you know, just because they don't get as many wins as they had in the first part of the season, it's very possible they could still could have improved as a team and people just maybe need to be prepared for that, that I'm really wanting to look and see, like we mentioned with the corner kicks and number of shots, even if they're not getting the wins, I'm going to be happy if we see improvements in those areas. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to echo that. And I've, I've been saying roughly that same sentiment from, from the beginning, how we judge and grade this team doesn't necessarily need to be based off the wins and loss columns. We need to see this team come together. We need to see it grow and we need to see on the field improvements. You know, it's one thing to lose a match. It's another to get blown out and look terrible doing it pretty much in all their matches for the most part, they've been competitive, which is exactly what you want to see. And we're seeing growth on this team. We're seeing it in the numbers. We're, you know, we're seeing it in the play, you know, we lost two out, but it was a, it was a better loss than, than what we've had in the past, simply just because of the growth and the new pieces added. I think next year is kind of when more of the win loss column thing will, will become a factor in because they won't have that, you know, grace period, if you will. But I mean, thus far, I'm happy with how this team has progressed and grown. And I, th- I think the coaching staff would, would echo that as well. I think they're this, probably pleased. I mean, this year is the year you just want to see the foundation get laid. Um, I mean, I know the team says that they don't want to say that this is like a throwaway expansion uh, right. year, but, but you realistically, like you want to see, you want to see that by the end of the season, like have an idea of what, what the team is going to look like moving forward. You want to see the younger players start to improve. You want to see like an identity start to form. And mm-hmm. next year is the year that you really want to see the results start coming. Yeah. I mean, the players should absolutely be going out there and trying to win every match and saying that and truly yeah. believing that in their hearts. We're more, we can be more impartial to third party observers yeah. to that. And we realize some of those factors and they might have some of their heads, but they don't want to use that as an excuse. And I don't want them to like, they have the right mentality about it. They should be going out and trying to win those matches. But I think the reality is, is that we know it's, it was always going to be an uphill battle. And yeah. if they, if, if they're we, able to make it in the playoffs, that'd be a huge achievement. Although like realistically, to, probably not likely. If we can get to the point this season where Betos is not up for save of the week every week, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. I got that auto tweet set up every week to vote for her. <laughs> oh, goodness. Greatness. Gracious. We're very thankful to have her. All right, well, we've talked enough about the Washington Spirit loss. I don't like talking about losses. Let's talk about the next match that they could maybe win. Yeah, so um, coming up next week, they uh, they have got OL Rain at um, – wait, is it – It's there. It's a late one. Yeah, yeah, at, at the Rain. So road game next week um, on the 31st, which is – Saturday. Saturday because yeah, we'll have so. the we'll have the home Louisville City match and then right after the racing match. Yep. Be fun soccer field night. Uh have you heard are they gonna put that racing on the on the they're, screen? They're they're not. It's well, um, on the gonna, on the outside of the stadium screen. I don't think so because oh. there's an advertised watch party at Hogfather down the road. So oh, I don't okay. think they'd want to cannibalize that effort. My my like because when they um specifically the screen that's uh outside of the little restaurant on the 
the side of the stadium. Like I, I, I have really been hoping to get some, some watch parties and that's like a perfect setup for it when you have a game the same day. Yeah. With Louisville. Yeah. Or uh, to watch from the futsal court on the big screen. Uh, hopefully we can get a couple of those this season. I think they're legally not supposed to do that because of distracted driving and whatnot, but I don't know the rules there. And I'm sure they've thought of that. There's, there's grand ideas as well, but I'm excited for pizza. So I will be at the Hogfather. Nice. That um, but anyway, so the OL rain and I will be transparent. I don't know that much about them. We played them once already, didn't we? Um, I am not positive. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we did not do our homework. We have not, we have not played them in the regular season, and we they were on the other side. They were not in our pool, so I, we have not played oh, yeah, them. That's right it. Yet. Okay, yeah. I, I double checked. Yeah, I don't know who I was thinking of the first um, time. I was just making things up. Yeah, they were in the Western pool for the Challenge Cup. So mm-hmm. yeah, and they, I guess, just looking at them, um, they have not. I mean, they they are right at league average in my like expected goals charts for offense and defense mm-hmm. so they they are not um they are not they've not had a great year they have not had a bad year they are like right in the middle for for all the advanced stats so they're um yeah they're they're eighth in the league yeah so not super great but again they they have rose um rose lavelle and, and megan rapino who are obviously not in the mix because of um, the Olympics yeah. and then because of the matches before that. So I'd say the majority of the season, they've probably not had those uh, yeah. two important pieces on the roster. They've, they've gotten a couple players on loan from uh, like actual Lyon um, over in Europe. So I, mm-hmm. they're, they're a team that I think, I think I would expect to see them improve as the year goes on as, as some of those players integrate. Um, so um but i mean it's a road game against a league average team so it, it's going to be a fairly tough one for them I, I would be very happy with the draw out of this one yeah to, to go away to portland and and walk seattle. out with a point seattle what i say portland oh okay oh, shoot sorry or well i i guess technically tacoma right have they actually moved in they used to play in tacoma they play in the uh, same stadium as um as um the Portland Timbers or shit. I'm, I'm back. I'm back there. I'm back there. You're right. No, I think they're in Tacoma. Um. Yeah. So I. Well, I'm going to trigger they, some, some rain fans. Keep I think calling they, them the thorns. They moved. I think they have. They they had the um the game against Portland. They actually played in in the the field where um, Century Lake. Uh, yeah, in CenturyLink, but I that think was, typically that was, that was the one-time thing. Yeah, you're, I th- you're I think right. I typically, think they, they play Tacoma. their games in Tacoma. So, yeah, and I think it's another like not great setup. It's one of those things that the league is kind of like, ugh. Like, I think they're not. I mean, they're they're not affiliated with um, Seattle MLS at they're all. They're not. Yeah. They're not. So, um, yeah, they they are they are playing at Tacoma's field, but they're not affiliated there. They're just using the field. Yeah. It's like literally uh, like um, Olympic Lyon in France owns them. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because they, I mean, a few years ago, they had a different name. Yes, they, well, it's, I, I am not happy with how they did the branding on that. So <laughs> they were the Seattle rain. And then I think they were just rain because they were playing in Tacoma. And so they, 
when Lyon bought them, they switched it to Olympic Lyon rain. So they kept the rain, but now their logo doesn't have like any it's, part of the, yeah. yeah. Now they sort of have Lyon's colors and, and, and trademark now. Um, let's just, let's just yeah. be thankful. We have our own unique identity. Yeah. Um, I used to really love the rain because you talked about the black and um, the black and blue that, that Colorado had. They, they had a similar color scheme there when they were just the rain um, that I thought was very nice. But now uh, it's so black. I was a little sad oh, to see them switch pro- to just the red and blue Leon. I was going yeah, to say it's probably like a boring white kit with a little bit of blue and red on there. Yeah, it, it's a very, very standard red, white, and blue when they had a very cool kind of unique look before that I was sad to see go. Well, maybe if they stick with the light colors, then we can wear our home kit there. I like our home yeah, kit. better. we can wear the home kits better. Yeah. There are way kits not bad. I just, the home kit's so awesome. kit's fine. I, I wish the league had altered it. That's something kind of that's like That's like free money. I, I don't see the downside to it. Is that a Nike thing, you think? Nike just don't feel like making third jerseys for everybody? Why? You think they, they want to throw out some other designs and stuff? Like, don't they have I, a league-wide Nike sponsorship? I, that I don't know. It makes sense. I could. I totally think see everyone has Nike, so I think it's like a league wide thing. So I, like the fact that like, not having a third kit is just so weird. Like there's just the one thing that soccer does well that I'm so, I'm shocked that other like U.S. sports don't do is the fact that there's new kits every year. I guess yeah. it's every two years technically, and you um and the NWSL and the MLS they kind of alternate doing redoing the whole the home and away ones, but the fact like like the NFL for example like why they're not like redoing it every year like all NBA the does there. it good NBA always has really good alternates I think of, yeah, of the there, U.S. leagues they're the ones though. that do it the best but even I'm even just talking about like regular like yearly updates to it like I'm just shocked the NFL hasn't gone for that money grab and thankful to be honest but <laughs> but yeah hope, it's they, don't, a, hope they don't listen I feel like this. we got robbed of the the mint green alternates this year because the league doesn't have alternates uh, we got that in the back pocket for the future though but yeah, yeah. it does does thing a little bit so all right we talked about little city we talked about racing we talked about their upcoming matches hopefully we'll have three wins to talk about next time that you and i meet up here on this final podcast um do you have any final final thoughts anything we didn't get to uh i i'm good you got anything nope i'm just excited to go back to lynn family stadium to watch little city and then have that uh that watch party for racing right afterwards so that's gonna be a real fun night looking forward to that should be a good one. Yeah. And we need to find out legally if we could ever use those screens to actually watch games. <laughs> yeah, I know there, there's something there's something there. Obviously, there's some sort of workaround because they could do it in the beer garden. But I think that big old Jumbotron in the front. That's yeah, I was happen. talking about the beer garden. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, I heard yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I'm Benton Newman. You can find me at Purple SDF. Make sure you go check out thestateoflouisville.com and my own website, valmosmiraz.com. I like to think it's pretty good. Zach? You can find me on Twitter at Zach W. Allen, uh, where I post, sometimes I post some stat stuff. Um, I like those. I try to complain about uh, a variety of topics. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i did uh, i never mentioned it on here i should i guess i should have mentioned it. I, I uh i did collaborate a couple weeks back with uh fleur de lis fc the racing louisville blog on some predictions so 
um maybe hopefully i can do some more of that sort of stuff again keep an eye yeah, out I, I forgot about that yeah people if you haven't checked out floridaleefc.com i think there's some hyphens in there you'll find him on twitter we can retweet stuff of his make sure you check out his work he's been doing a great job regularly turning out stuff paying real close attention to the team it's a lot of fun and i think the post you did with him was actually on state of louisville am i right yeah it was a he, he did that for uh for the state of louisville so. yeah that's where you guys were uh were betting on what tattoo i would get <laughs> it's uh, unfortunately we tied so no no face tattoo forbidden now we gotta we gotta do part two of bad prediction nights. Yeah. uh bad not predictions yet. not yet so cool yep make sure you support your other creators you know you know, florida Lee fc hop around soccer town that's a muscle and if you're not already so all right that's all i got thank you everybody for tuning in and keep your fingers crossed that we bring home a few more wins uh over this next week take care vamos everyone Thanks for listening to the Vamos Morados podcast. Be sure to check out VamosMorados.com and the other podcasts on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.